And so I'm going to kill time as Leslie, our preacher, comes upstairs. Here she is. Okay, great. <laughs> so our guest preacher today is Leslie, who's the, um, the uh, chaplain and director of spiritual life at Calvary Camp. And all of our music is from the Calvary Camp song, songbook um, played by our praise band. And the adult forum following the service is um, Tim Green, the director of, um, executive director of Calvary Camp. So stay as we celebrate Calvary Camp today. Please rise and... Um, Everything you need is found in the bulletin. Blessed be the one holy and living God. Glory to God forever and ever. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God, by the preaching of your apostle Paul, you have caused the light of the gospel to shine throughout the world. Grant, we pray, that we, having his wonderful conversion and remembrance, may show ourselves thankful to you by following his holy teachings. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. After he was in prison for some time, Paul was permitted to state his case before King Agrippa. Paul said to the king, Indeed, I myself was convinced that I ought to do many things against the name of Jesus of Nazareth, and that is what I did in Jerusalem. With authority received from the chief priests, I not only locked up many of the saints in prison, but I also cast my vote against them when they were being condemned to death. By punishing them often in all the synagogues, I tried to force them to blaspheme, and since I was so furiously enraged at them, I pursued them even to foreign cities. 
With this in mind, I was traveling to Damascus with the authority and commission of the chief priests, when at midday along the road, Your Excellency, I saw a light from heaven brighter than the sun shining around me and my companions. When we had all fallen to the ground, I heard a voice saying to me in the Hebrew language, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It hurts you to kick against the goads. I asked, who are you, Lord? The Lord answered, I am Jesus who you are persecuting, but get up and stand on your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to appoint you to serve and testify to the things in which you have seen me and to those in which I will appear to you. I will rescue you from your people and from the Gentiles, to whom I am sending you to open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, so that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. After that, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision, but declared first to those in Damascus, then in Jerusalem, and throughout the countryside of Judea, and also to the Gentiles, that they should repent and turn to God and do deeds consistent with repentance. For this reason, the Jews seized me in the temple and tried to kill me. The word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, See, I am sending you out like sheep into the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of them, for they will hand you over to councils and flog you in their synagogues. And you will be dragged before governors and kings because of me, as a testimony to them and the Gentiles. When they hand you over, do not worry about how you are to speak or what you are to say, for what you are to say will be given to you at that time. For it is not you who speak, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child, and children will rise against parents and have them put to death. And you will be hated by all because of my name. But the one who endures to the end will be saved." The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you. Please remain standing as we continue to sing today. Children will remain in the pews um, uh, during the sermon. In the name of God, our creator, redeemer, and sustainer. Amen. Seated, please. 
Back in the day, which is how many of my Calvary Camp stories start, back in the day when I was a camper, there was a camp song. I cannot now find all of the lyrics, which is probably just as well. It was a song called The Fall of Tall Saul. And we took great delight in singing it, which is why there's only about two lines that I can actually remember. And they are, he fell off the camel with his nose in the gravel and he yelled, what the hell was that? (laughs) We took great delight, of course, in singing the line, what the hell was that? In the same way that campers now like those three fishermen who go to Amster, Amster, dam, dam, dam. But it also guaranteed that I never, ever forgot the story of the conversion of St. Paul, just from that one line in a song. It's a dramatic story of an encounter with the voice and the light and the power of Jesus. It's a dramatic story of how Saul's life is instantly changed, how the one who came breathing murder and threats against the followers of Jesus finds himself instead among those disciples and going out to proclaim the good news of God. It's a very dramatic story of change and transformation. Not all of the stories of conversion are quite so dramatic. Conversion happens in our lives moment by moment, often in the most ordinary ways and in the most ordinary experiences. Calvary Camp is a place where we see that encounter with the love of God and the power of the love of Christ made real in people in those moments of small change and transformation. It happens when a person says, oh, you've never been here before. You'll be my friend. It happens when someone says to a child here, Try this, you'll probably be pretty good at it. It happens when two campers have a conversation and are able to say to each other, wow, I never thought about it that way before. Happens when people from radically different neighborhoods and situations in life sit around a table and sing crazy songs and pound on the table and laugh and yell at the top of their lungs. It happens when someone walks on the beach and finds just that perfect piece of beach glass that shows the wonder of creation, or perhaps an entire pocket full of rocks, which could show you a similar thing if you are a small child who just keeps picking up more and more of them happens when someone watches the sunset and understands what 
peace beyond understanding might look like. It happens when someone cheers for you in a top of ball game or shows you how to make the most outrageous woven braided bracelet that you can imagine. It happens when someone discovers for the first time that they are part of a community that cares for them. It has happened over the years in the gentle and perceptive listening of Anne Mull, who was always listening to what was being said, not only when people came to talk to her, but when they accidentally talked outside of her window. And so she knew absolutely what was going on all the time with everyone and was there ready to help. It happened even in the days when Father John Thomas would tell someone it was time to move on from camp and to get on with their life's work. Those were sometimes moments of conversion and transformation. It happens these days when Tim Green says, I think it's time for you to step into some greater leadership. And a young person begins to blossom in ways they did not expect. All of these are moments of conversion, moments where the love of God is actively working in the world and in the lives of people, moments that make for great change and new perspective and a willingness to see the world and ourselves in a different way. The conversion of Paul and the conversions that happened to each of us in those quiet, more ordinary ways are not just about what happens to us as an individual. They happen in community. Paul was received into a household of disciples and began to grow and learn with them. Granted, he didn't think it was going to take very long for him to be an expert, but he did find himself in community. And what happened to him led him from hostility into relationship and gave him the willingness and the courage to go out and proclaim that there is another way, a way of looking at the world, a way of being God's people, a way of living the love of Christ. Paul had the courage to do that even though it meant that he himself began to be subject to the persecution that he was inflicting on people not very long ago. He found the courage to speak about change that would impact the larger world and his bigger community. Communities like Calvary Camp, and like this congregation, which carries the name of St. Paul, are places where those conversion moments happen, where we encounter in and through one another the love of God, the power of Jesus to change and to love and to create and recreate us. Let 
our hearts be open to that conversion which happens not just for us, but also to help break down the hostility and threat that is out there in the world around us and to bring instead the courage to speak of and to follow a new and different way. Amen. O God, light of the world, hear our prayers and make us reflections of your light, that the places of darkness in our world and in our hearts would be pierced by your light, and that all peoples and nations would be drawn to you and overwhelmed with joy. O God, from whom all authority flows, guide and inspire all those to whom we entrust power and governance in this world, especially for Donald, our president, and Tom, our governor. Sustain our bishop, our clergy, our vestry, 
and all of our lay leaders engaged in serving you in this parish and diocese. And guide us all to act wisely as we soon gather in our annual parish meeting. We pray in thanksgiving for Calvary Camp and the blessing it has been for many generations. O oh God, we lift up those who are suffering. Carry them in your loving and merciful arms and help us to soothe their pain. We pray especially for Barrett, Maddie, Jackie, Matt, James, Lincoln, Don, Cornelius, Mark, Donna, Sandy, and Veronica. Welcome our dearly departed, especially Frederick Carragher, into your joy and bring them unimaginable peace. We pray also for those whom we remember quietly in our hearts or call out loudly by name. O God of radiant light, your love illuminates our hopes before we know them and our needs before we ask. Kindle your flame within us that our prayers and service, we may know your transforming presence at work in the world around us. Lord God, Mother and Father of us all, we pray that the light of Christ may shine in all peoples and nations far and near, that the church may welcome them with the diversity of their cultures, and that in our day just, justice may flourish and peace come to all the world. We affirm that Jesus is the light of life now and forever. Amen. Let us confess our sins to God using the form on page three. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior, Jesus Christ that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit keep you in eternal life. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
How's that? Okay, great. <laughs> a special welcome to you. If you're visiting us or you're new with us for the first time, welcome. There's these um, cards at the end of every pew. Um, if you fill it out and uh, drop it in the plate or give it to an usher or a greeter, we'd love to be in, we'd love to be in touch. Um, many special greetings um, this morning and welcomes. First of all, welcome, Leslie. Thank you. Yeah. And Tim Green, who's the executive director of Calvary Campus here. You can stand up, Tim. <laughs> and, and Tim's giving the adult forum following the service in the Undercroft. So come, um, so come, come downstairs, um, grab a cup of coffee, and join us for the adult, uh, the adult forum about Calvary Camp. And um, he's going to tell us about the history and the mission and ministry of Calvary Camp and leave time for some of the Calvary Camp stories for those of you who've um, had Calvary Camp as part of, part of your life and also um, can answer questions for people who are thinking about sending their kids, um, their kids to Calvary Camp. If you've ever been to Calvary Camp, can you stand up? Great influence in this congregation. And the kids hiding in the balcony were all standing. So, um, we have another guest this morning. The um, the Argentieri Coogan family brought a, a friend who's here to be in conversation with us. Um, Connor Lamb. Connor, step out so people can see what you look like. <laughs> oh. Con Connor will be in coffee hour if you wanna um, if you'd like to if you'd like to um, talk with him. Um, all the announcements, they're in the bulletin. Um, they're also on the website. Um, our annual meeting's coming up um, on uh, February 11th. So that's in two weeks. And so that means next Sunday is our Vestry Candidate Forum at 9.45. Um, there'll be an email, the, the Vestry Candidate's names are in the bulletin. Um, there'll be an email that goes out this week with all of their bios and all of their information so you can learn more and then come to this forum next week in order to be able to ask them questions and be able to um, hear, hear from our vestry candidates. And then on the Sunday the 11th, we're going to have a combined worship service. The 845 and the 1045 services will come together for one service at 945. Um, and then following the service, we'll have the annual meeting. And the annual meeting is going to be a little bit different this year. It's not just going to be a bunch of people standing up and giving reports because that's so much fun. <laughs> um, we're going to have uh, interactive uh, table conversations, so we'll be gathering in small groups at tables and having um, conversations about our mission and ministry here at, um, at St. Paul's. Um, and we'll be, voting, we'll be voting on our vestry. There'll be a brunch served, and there's a special kids program which involves an animal show. It's going to be amazing. Animals of the night um, in the big room for the nursery school. So there's something for everyone, and we, it's my hope that everyone stays for the annual meeting um, and participates in this important um, time to discuss our shared work and life together as a, as a parish. Um, and uh, other things coming up next Sunday at 3 p.m., we're beginning family yoga, and that will be a weekly offering. Um, Shauna... You, can you stand up, Shauna? 
<laughs> she will be leading yoga, so you can ask her more about it after church. Um, and it's a family yoga, so bring your kids, and you can all do yoga, yoga, yoga together starting, starting next week. And um, photos. Get your photos in for the photo directory. Who submitted a photo so far? If you're not raising your hand, you need to do it. <laughs> so you can email a photo in, um, or Al Plants is downstairs during coffee hour. He can take a picture of you or your family, um, or you can give a paper photo to the office and we'll scan it. Um, uh, we need to have them in this week so that we can get them all uploaded to be able to give out um, photo directories at the annual meeting. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God.
The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. God of all power, ruler of the universe, you are worthy of glory and praise. Glory to you forever and ever. At your command, all things came to be, the vast expanse of interstellar space, galaxies, suns, the planets in their courses, and this fragile earth, our island home. By your will, they were created and have their being. From the primal elements, you brought forth the human race and blessed us with memory, reason, and skill. You made us rulers, rulers of creation, but we turned against you and betrayed your trust, and we turned against one another. Have mercy, Lord, for when are sinners in your sight. Again and again, you called us to return. Through prophets and sages, you revealed your righteous law. In the fullness of time, you sent your only son, born of a woman, to fulfill your law, to open for us the way of freedom and peace. By his blood, he reconciled us. By his wounds, we are healed. And therefore, we praise you, joining with the heavenly chorus, with prophets, apostles, and martyrs, with all those in every generation who have looked to you in hope, to proclaim with them your glory in their unending hymn. And so, Father, we who have been redeemed by him and made a new people by water and the Spirit now bring before you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be the body and blood of Jesus Christ, our Lord. On the night he was betrayed, he took bread, said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his friends and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine. He gave thanks and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Remembering now his work of redemption and offering to you this sacrifice of thanksgiving, we celebrate his death and resurrection as we await the day of his coming. Lord God of our fathers, God of our mothers, God of Abraham and Sarah, Isaac and Rebekah, God of Jacob, Rachel and Leah, and Hagar, God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, open our eyes to see your hand at work in the world about us. Deliver us from the presumption of coming to this table for solace only and not for strength, for pardon only and not for renewal. Let the grace of this Holy Communion make us one body, one spirit in Christ, that we may worthily serve the world in his name. Risen Lord, 
be known to us in the breaking of the bread. Accept these prayers and praises, Father, through Jesus Christ, our great high priest, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit your church gives honor, glory, and worship from generation to generation. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia. These are the gifts of God for you, the people of God. This is the Lord's table. It's not her own. All are invited to join in God's feast.
Our post-communion prayer is found on page 7 in your bulletin. Let us pray. God of abundance, you have fed us with the bread of life and cup of salvation. You have united us with Christ and one another. You have made us one with all your people in heaven and on earth. Now send us forth in the power of your spirit that we may proclaim your redeeming love to the world and continue forever in the risen life of Christ our Savior. Amen. May the power of God this day enable us. May the nakedness of God disarm us. The beauty of God silence us. The justice of God give us voice. The integrity of God hold us. The desire of God move us. The fear of God expose us to truth. The breath of God give us abundant life. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia.